Welcome to the Dental Breakdown Show. This show is where we break down issues in the dental marketplace. My name is Christian White, CEO of White & Associates Practice Consulting, Better Business, Better Dentistry. Let's introduce our guest to the podcast today, Zach Lee. Thank you for being on the show today. Hi, thanks, Christian. Thanks so much for having me. It's always a pleasure to have you on the show, Zach. Thank you. You're welcome. Let's uh, let's start things off this morning, uh, this morning by talking, having you talk a little bit about yourself. Sure, sounds good. Um, well, I, I would say from a uh, a business standpoint, um, I'm an entrepreneurial self starter that loves helping people. Um, I, I really love service and being able to be an advocate for my clients, and so. Um, that's one of the reasons why I think car is such a good fit for me. Um, from a personal standpoint, uh, I'm a family guy. I got three kids and a beautiful wife. And uh, we love hanging out together with other family and friends, especially within our neighborhood. And one of the cool things that we've actually gotten to do a lot of over the last uh, couple of months due to COVID is, is we now like to work out together. So we have Saturday morning workouts with our kiddos. and. Uh, our two youngest are five and eight, and they, uh, they are more athletic and in better shape than we are. So it's great. <laughs> <laughs> That's something new. I haven't heard that yet. The family that works out together. That is yeah, awesome. Yeah. yeah, the family that works out together stays together, I guess. <laughs> I like that. I'm going to remember that. I'm going to keep that okay. in the back of my mind, man. So um, <laughs> let me ask you this question. How did you get involved with the real estate piece? You know, car comes in. I know you kind of had some entrepreneurial businesses already on the side, but you know, you kind of jumped into the whole real estate piece. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. So um, I owned a business with my dad for a little over 10 years and we got it to a place where we could leverage it. And, uh, and I wanted to start a, a new career. And so uh, I had always been very interested in real estate and in healthcare and thought that they were both very dynamic um, markets. And the combination of the two sounded like a really cool um, way to kind of get into it. And then car came along and uh, it's been a great fit. And uh, this, this, uh, this fall, it'll be two years. So it's been awesome. Wow, great, congratulations. Thank you. So tell us a little bit about CAR. Uh, I don't know that a lot of people may have not have heard of you guys. You know, tell us just a little bit about who you are and kind of a little bit about what you guys do, just so our listeners have a, have a better idea of kind of like how you guys work. Sure. So CAR is the nation's leading provider of commercial real estate service for healthcare tenants and buyers. So every year across the country, uh, coast to coast, and in literally every state, um, healthcare practices trust CAR to achieve the most favorable terms, uh, whether it's on a lease transaction or uh, a purchase for a building. And so CAR's team of experts, meaning brokers and agents, uh, we really assist on a daily basis with startups, lease renewals, relocations, uh, additional offices, and purchases for practices. So um, we spend uh, all of our time really focusing on the healthcare industry uh, which is uh, really what makes us experts in it. Uh, mm-hmm. So we're the nation's leading provider, and uh, it's uh, it's been a great company uh, because of the priority that we that we put on healthcare. All right. So in the marketplace, uh, Zach, what makes you guys so unique? You know, I hear different things about CAR and how great you guys are. You know, I know a lot of you, a lot of the you know people that you work with. You know, why don't you talk to us a little bit about that? 
Sure. So I would say uh, um, the way that we bring value to our clients is number one, the, the focus that we have in healthcare. So on a daily basis, I am working with healthcare providers all over Minnesota, but specifically in the Twin Cities Metro. And so whether that's a PEDS group, uh, dermatology, um, OBGYN, behavioral health, um, we are in the mix on a daily basis negotiating with landlords specifically for healthcare providers. And so I think that focus brings uh, a different level of expertise. Number one, because we understand uh, the way that business works for providers, which is an extremely important thing to be able to understand when it comes to uh, working with a provider um, and what their needs are. And then number two, it's really helping educate them uh, along the process to be able to help get them the most favorable terms. So every client, what I have learned is every client has a different level of comfort and experience when it comes to dealing with real estate. And so what we like to do is make sure that with each one, we're tailoring um, our message and the way that we are kind of working with them to meet their needs specifically. Okay. Um, I know that I get asked this a lot by a lot of the uh, dental clients and other healthcare clients that we work with. You know, what is the state of the union in terms of real estate? You know, we have COVID going on. We have a number of other, you know, th different things that have kind of, you know, changed everybody's idea of, you know, kind of, What's going on in the world? How does all this kind of coming down to affect the, the real estate piece? Sure. So what we are seeing kind of across the board is uh, you have large office users um, that are starting to rethink the way that they um, kind of conduct business. And I think due to COVID, they have been forced to kind of rethink and remodel the way that they um, interact uh, with with their employees. And I think what we're seeing is, not what I'm thinking, what we are seeing is a softening of uh, the, the office sector where um, I think you, you see you know, large corporations who might have three to four um, floors, let's say in a downtown Minneapolis uh, skyscraper that you know, no longer need that because they're going to change their model. And so from an office standpoint, we're seeing that market uh, soften. We're also seeing a lot of retailers, um, large national retailers either uh, need to rethink that the way that they're conducting business or they're going out of business. Um, I just saw that GNC, for example, uh, filed for bankruptcy. Saw that too. And yeah, and that's a, that's a, that's something that we're going to continue to see throughout the months. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, from a retail standpoint and office standpoint, we're definitely seeing um, a softening. Uh, but for healthcare, we are one of those things that I don't want to say it's recession proof because you are going to see some uh, individual provider, provider groups that don't make it. But by and large, you are seeing healthcare providers not only um, come out of COVID or uh, go through COVID strong, but even, you know, I have multiple providers that I work with right now that actually they've told me business has never been better. And, um, mm -hmm. and, you know, I, I think what that kind of speaks to is the need for healthcare because it's a part of our fabric in our community, across the country and across the world. Mm -hmm. And so uh, this is really an opportune time, I believe, for healthcare providers to really understand that they're blue chip tenants 
in that um, landlords really recognize that over the coming months, they are going to be having an exodus of some of their tenants within their buildings or retail locations and because due to COVID and that uh, being able to uh, bring in a healthcare tenant um, who is going to be able to stay for the long haul is a, 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 great, a, a great addition to their space. And so being able to get, you know, uh, more concessions or whether that's free rent, tenant improvement allowance, um, a lower net rate for their base rate, those types of things are really, I think, all out there for healthcare providers because of the, the value add that they bring to a location. So Zach, here's something that I have noticed just that's kind of going on just, you know, in the uh, dental marketplace, um, you know, we have a lot of younger dentists who maybe would have otherwise opted for uh, a job in a like a DSO or a corporate type of an office. And a yep. lot of those pre uh, younger dentists have decided to kind of go out and venture in and buy their own practices. And they're kind of going out there in the world. And just because of, you know, the interest rates right now are, you know, so favorable. You know, are you seeing that in other areas of healthcare as well? Because I'm hearing that. And I think that would have a direct effect on, on you guys. Yeah, so what I'm seeing is, is for established, uh, for established uh, practitioners or providers that um, if they have a kind of a track record and they, you know, business experience, they've been in practice for a while, um, they are more or less moving forward with uh, their strategic goals. Um, uh, from a startup standpoint, um, I am seeing a few doctors move forward. But I'm also seeing a few doctors kind of press pause to wait and see what happens with COVID uh, through the fall. Mm -hmm. And so I think, again, you know, what I'm seeing uh, is if you're established, I'm seeing people push forward. And if for a startup, I'm seeing both sides of the coin. Got it. Okay. Interesting. That's just kind of a, a new nuance in the marketplace that, you know, I just, I don't think anybody was expecting that. Of course, nobody no. was expecting COVID either. So it's kind of like, you know, uh, <laughs> this is like a brand new thing for everybody. Yeah, well, uh, you know, it's interesting. So I'm working with a, a plastic surgeon right now and and uh, we pressed pause at the beginning of COVID uh, due to shelter in place. And what's interesting is, is we, we connected about two months into COVID at the end and uh, right after the non-essential uh, um, healthcare providers could um, start doing surgeries and things like that again. And, and uh, he said, you know, I, I can't really, I don't quite understand it, but uh, business is never better. And uh, we need more uh, square footage than originally we thought. Wow. And, and so his business is continuing to expand. And I have other providers who are uh, having the same thing where, um, you know, they're, they're being forced to be thinking, I think, in a different, uh, at a different strategic level, but they're also seeing that in the marketplace, healthcare is here to stay. And there's a, there's a need for it. We need it. Nice. I, I couldn't agree with you more. It's just one of those things where, you know, if you break your arm, you need to have somebody take a look at it and do something with it. You can't just leave it because it you will not grow. You don't want me doing it. You don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I do not want exactly doing surgery on my arm, nor no. do I want him trying to fix my broken arm. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and I like Christian, it. I think, I think, you know, kind of piggybacking off, off of that, um, 
that idea of you don't want somebody with little to no experience setting your arm and, and putting a cast on you. It's the same thing when it comes to a, a real estate transaction. True. You know that the one of the biggest mistakes that I see providers making is is the idea that they should DIY it and they should do it themselves. And the, the challenge with that is is even though they've been successful in every other uh, facet of their professional lives, um, when it comes to real estate, a lot of times they simply just don't have the time. Whether it's you know an average real estate transaction will take between thirty to forty hours, and instead of investing that time into real estate, it would be far better off um, spending that time with patients and uh, you know doing those receivables and billable hours versus putting that into real estate where they're not the expert and they're also not going to be taken as seriously in a real estate transaction by representing themselves versus uh, hiring uh, representation so that they're leveling the playing field with the landlord. Landlords, when they, when they see somebody DIYing it, they're like, okay, we're probably going to be able to get away with some concessions or less concessions than we typically would because this person either doesn't A, have the time or B, doesn't have the expertise. And that's not the, that's not the provider's fault. It's just kind of the way it is. It's the same reason why you don't want me fixing your arm when I have no experience. How true. The Dental Breakdown Show, sponsored by White & Associates Practice Consulting. Better business, better dentistry. They are a practice management consulting firm for dentists and other healthcare-related businesses. Their sole purpose is to implement proven strategies through online and in-practice visits and result in the personal professional success of the dentist and his or her team. This is Zachary Lee, healthcare real estate agent with CAR Inc. CAR is the nation's leading provider of commercial real estate services for healthcare tenants and buyers. We help providers save time, money, and avoid costly pitfalls. We do this through education, representation, and developing expert teams of resources for our clients to receive the most favorable terms for their next real estate lease or purchase. Contact us at car.us for help with your next real estate transaction. Let's talk about the value that you bring to your clients because I know people who've worked with you, everyone has, has uh, raving reviews about the work you do. And uh, let's uh, chat a little bit about that. Sure, well, you know, what I like to tell my clients and centers of influence that I work with in healthcare um, is that my job really is to be um, kind of like a concierge. So I'm gonna handle the real estate negotiation and I'm gonna handle that and that's, that's my, my focus. But I think another, another really cool advantage of working with CAR and working with me is that um, the, the centers of influence that I work with in healthcare are top-notch experts. And so the team that I'm able to help build for my clients and help that specialized focus for them when they're doing a relocation, a new build-out, looking at tenant improvement allowance and what that could be, um, looking at financing and all those things that go into it. Um, I help our clients build that team and make those introductions so that's really a seamless project and in a, a seamless transaction. I think one of the biggest things that I've seen in my time at CAR is when you have a generalist approach and a generalist team trying to take care of a specialized need. 
And when that happens, you typically don't save as much money as you could. You don't save as much time as you could. And you typically don't avoid those costly pitfalls that can extend those projects or cost you money. And by having a specialized team, really what you're getting is, is a, a very white glove experience. And that's what we're able to bring for our clients on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. So, all right, so here's Zach Lee, and all of a sudden COVID-19 hits, and here you are providing five-star service to your clients. How has COVID impacted that? What have you had to maybe tweak to be able to really uh, go above and beyond what other people do in terms of meeting the needs of their clients? You know, one of the things um, has been uh, due to shelter in place and needing to take extra precautions, especially uh, for providers, um, needing to... Uh, um, mitigate as much risk and, and exposure as possible with the general public so that they're not um, potentially infecting their patients is, is virtual tours. So um, uh, Zoom, just like we're using, uh, has been a, kind of a staple for me over the past uh, six weeks in helping provide uh, uh, my clients uh, as much of the same experience as possible uh, for being able to tour locations. And so we're still able to press forward to uh, make informed and educated strategic um, decisions, uh, but it just looks a little bit different. And I, and I truly think that you know, over, over the next, through the fall and into the winter, that that, that will probably potentially be something that I, I continue to do depending on the level of comfort for each individual client. Um, is doing virtual tours. So the whole virtual tour piece, that's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like something new that's here to stay for you. I would think so. You know, I, every provider that I work with has a little bit different level of comfort um, for mitigating risk and exposure. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, what, what I see time and time again is that, you know, they are, they are patient focused first. And their priority is making sure that they are, um, you know, taking care of them at, in the best possible way and also reducing the amount of exposure uh, the most that they can. And so virtual tours is something that I've seen, you know, consistently across the board be something that's important to them. So if, if a client comes to you and says, well, I don't want to do a virtual tour, I still want you to walk me through the space or the property, will you still do that? Or, you know, how do you, absolutely. how do you handle that? Yep, absolutely. Um, really what we do is we just try to um, take as much, uh, like for example, before COVID hit, when I would go on a tour with a, with a client, we would ride together in my car to each location. Uh, when a provider wants to uh, be in person and see the space for themselves, um, uh, in reality versus virtually, I guess, um, what they'll do is, is they'll drive separate. And then we take precautions like using hand sanitizer, not shaking hands, um, wearing a mask, all those different types of things. And, and you know, the, the listing brokers too are doing a tremendous job of really, you know, making, making tours as safe as possible. And, you know, everyone that I've, I've come across has done just a really fantastic job. Mm -hmm. Okay, wonderful. Um, so Zach Lee's value add that he brings to the marketplace. Tell me about that. Sure. 
Um, I would say the, the two things that I think about are probably specialization and focus. Um, you know, like I said earlier, CAR is the only national real estate uh, firm in the country that focuses primarily on healthcare and only does tenant and buyer representation. And what you get with that, again, is uh, really a, a focused niche approach to uh, a specialization in making sure that we really understand providers and gain them uh, the best concessions possible for their real estate needs. And to give you kind of an example of a, a properly or poorly negotiated lease, uh, just as an example is, let's say the average uh, provider footprint across the country for healthcare is, let's say, 3,000 square feet. Um, you know, a, a, a poorly negotiated lease renewal or lease could end up costing you, let's say, 2 to $3 more than you may have paid if you would have had uh, the proper representation. Well, every month, that 3,000 square feet with 2 to $3 extra can be anywhere from six to $9,000 extra. And over the course of 10 years, you're looking at you know, around $100,000 total for a mistake. And when I look at that, that's also not just, let's say a hundred extra thousand dollars, but that's probably about three to $400,000 in production to be able to cover that mistake. Because for every dollar that a provider charges, it's not a dollar that they necessarily get back Correct. due to different reimbursements. And I mean, you know that. Um, and so it's really important to take real estate and, and understand that, you know, most providers don't know this, Christian, that real estate is typically the second or third highest expense for a practice. So typically you're going to have payroll and then uh, typically it's real estate or then it's merchandise. So, you know, medical supplies, those types of things. And most of the time, clinic administrators, CFOs, CEOs, they're focused on overhead and they kind of look at real estate um, like this, thing. it's just a necessary evil that they have to pay. So as long as they're managing overhead properly, it's kind of like, well, we're just going to pay the real estate. We're happy with where we're at. Um, we've been here for 20 years, so we're just going to sign that lease renewal and, and you know, business will be good. The board of directors will be happy because we're profitable. We increased our profitability by 8% last year. We're doing great. Whereas what they're missing is if, they took advantage of doing a, 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 a took it, taking a strategic goal of focusing on their next real estate transaction, which happens probably every five to 10 years, depending on the practice, you know, they could send, save tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars over their, over the lifespan of that next lease. And that is huge. That's unbelievable. Yeah. That's, um, oof. That's some serious cash, Zach. Can, can I tell you a quick story? Please, go ahead. Okay, cool. So um, I have been working with uh, 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 a larger group here in the Twin Cities. They have uh, over five locations here um, in, the, in the metro. And I've been handling their, their lease renewals, relocations, et cetera. And when in the last real estate transaction that I, that I represented them in, they had been in a space for 
I want to say 15 years approximately, and lease renewal is coming up, and nobody wanted to move. Doctors, they just wanted to stay. They wanted basically to sign the renewal and have it be, have it be over. Um, but I talked to the clinic administrator and, and talked to her through the process of, you know, this is, this is the way that we're going to negotiate on this lease renewal. And we're also going to look at some other locations to be able to see if we can get you um, more concessions from another landlord who would really like to have you because you're a blue chip tenant mm-hmm. who are um, uh, someone who's going to bring some of the most value to, to this property. And they know that you're going to be able to uh, be here for the long term if they treat you well. And so uh, uh, the clinic admin was, you know, like not wanting to go uh, and look at other locations, but, but uh, she said, okay, absolutely. So we went, we toured, and we ended up uh, helping them uh, with a relocation. And wow. over the next 10 years, it's going to save the practice over $400,000. Now, wow. so that's, that's my, I guess, hero story from the standpoint of this doesn't happen every day, but it shows you the value of hiring representation. If, yes, this, if this practice wouldn't have hired representation, they would have never known the opportunities that were out there in the marketplace. And landlords, especially now, are hungry for blue chip tenants due to having, again, this exodus of tenants who simply haven't been able to make it due to the mm-hmm. unfortunate, unfortunate circumstances of COVID. Mm-hmm. And so having a healthcare tenant in your location now is, I would say, even more sought out after than before. And so, you know, for my clients, that extra $400,000 in savings uh, plus over the next 10 years allows them to buy new equipment, to uh, um, add more providers, to do just a variety of other things in their practice that they had maybe hoped for, but they couldn't financially do it. And now they can because they have, they have more margin in their bottom line. Mm-hmm. And that's a really, really important thing to be thinking about, especially during these times. That is most, uh, I think most business owners just in general, don't think about that. And just, I mean, and every, you know, most of the doctors and you and I both know this in the healthcare field, don't always think of it like that to them. It's just like, well, I'm fixing a tooth or I'm fixing, you know, I'm doing something with someone's you know, skin or I'm doing whatever it is that they do. So that, that's how I can approach that. And that's normally when things go downhill real quick. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you, you and I have seen that. <laughs> yes, we have. <laughs> so that group practice is indebted to you. Congratulations. Great job, man. Thank you. Thank you. Well, it was a team effort. I know. <laughs> so, Zach, thanks a lot for being on the show today. Um, I, I, I really appreciate it. Thanks so much, Christian. It was a pleasure to be with you. And uh, thanks again for the opportunity. You're welcome. And Zach, you know, our listeners who, you know, listen to our podcast, you know, if they have questions or if they want to get a hold of you and talk to you a little bit more about what you do, where can they go to do that? Yep. So they can go to car.us to go to CAR's national website uh, for healthcare providers. And then if you want to contact me directly, you can call me at 612-916-4336. 
Thank you for listening today. I'm Christian White, the CEO of White & Associates Practice Consulting, Better Business, Better Dentistry. If you would like more information on today's topic, you can contact us at whitedentalconsulting.com slash breakdown. Keep those teeth white and see you next time on the Dental Breakdown Show.